All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of The Real Life Podcast, brought to you by Rig Hand Distilleries. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. The first, Love that Yale fight song. The first Yale fight song in 2019, Chalmers. Mm, mm. Makes a guy feel good. Puts a pep in his step and a zip in his whip. Other things of that sort. How you doing, boys? I'm good. How are you? Good. Bag Qu- milk? Very well. Happy yeah. New Year. Is it too Same late to say back, that? Jared? Same both of you. I'm good. You're it, in the house? Is yes, it sir. too late to still say Happy New Year? I don't think so. Chalmers, last time I saw you was at the Nation Christmas party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I just have this thing where I don't know if you can say it past a week. Yeah. So just making sure I can still say it to people. I was t- your cutoff's a week? About that. Yeah. Probably today, seven days. I was staying upstairs. I was out in Fort Saskatchewan at my sister's place for Christmas, and I loved it. On Boxing Day, I had to drive back into the city to take Mrs. to work. I'm talking 8.30 a.m. Neighbor had their tree out, ready for pickup already. <laughs> oh. I love that shit, man. That's so funny. I do, too. I still have... I love that stuff, but I'm the exact opposite. I still have the pile of wrapping paper and boxes of the stuff that we unwrapped and stuff, like, out my back door. I've missed Garbage Day twice. I just don't... <laughs> I'll get it out there. No one, you can never know when garbage day is in advance. What do you mean? It's a, it's a mystery when they come. Or it's on the website under Edmonton yep. Collections. Same, and then you same day every your week. Desk, your postal code. <laughs> a website for garbage. What's next, bag milk? Yeah, I don't know. A fax machine for your, your power. Bill. See, the problem with my guy is he's there at like 6.30 on every Wednesday morning. And so if I don't get it out the night before, it's just not going out. And you're very observant about your going on surroundings type things. You know, I got... And you get burnt by it twice already this this year. If the aliens came to Earth and they had a phaser to my head and said, Wanye, when's garbage day at Wanye Manor? I couldn't even... Yeah, but you don't take it out. Sure, I do. You have roommates for that. Well, that's true. You have 
Yeah, that's true. But still, it's good. I suppose you're a dad. Dads know everything. I have to. How old until the kids are able to take it out? Um, I mean, when they can lift it. My seven-year-old still couldn't lift a garbage bag. If he if he did, he'd probably just drag it, and then it would open and empty out on the driveway, and then I'd have more work. So I'll just keep doing it till he's like ten, probably. He's like twenty. Yeah. 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 How old's Coom anyway? Until he's Coom's age. Until he's Coom's. Coom can't be. <laughs> Aged with conventional technology. He's not a year. I need to spend more time with Coombs. I don't I don't I don't think I've spent more than two minutes with him, but the way you guys talk about it, it's like it's funny as an epic experience every time. It's an adventure. (laughs) Yeah, sounds like it is. Although he's headed downhill quickly. He's been in Vegas since January. And I was in Vegas for ten days. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see anything crazy from him. No. It was like, oh look, the Bellagio fountains are nice at noon. Ten day vacation to Vegas? Yeah. It's like going to Australia for a month. JR. Yeah. <laughs> like true. the squire. He's in Hawaii now. Oh my god. It's going around. Look at him. But the rest of us, the rest of us toughs, we're we're left behind mm. to man the Titanic as it craters into the bottom of the ocean floor at point oh 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 one miles per hour. We're just coasting to a stop at like game thirty four. <laughs> well, that's enough for the twenty eight nineteen season. <sighs> what do you think? That's about it. Just a deep <laughs> sigh. About, just it? a deep, aggressive sigh. Yeah. Have you found a way to cope? I bet on the sport. I, I can still watch a game. I just don't bet them to win anymore. Does it make it more exciting? Yeah. I feel well, like I, I need something to be more exciting. Oh, yeah. Like I watched the, all of the LA game only because I had the over and they didn't make it. I watched <laughs> all of the over five and a half. <laughs> I had I had the over last night again, and the only reason I watched it till the last buzzer was because it didn't make it again. I'm happy you're watching the games, quite frankly. Yeah, well, I, I honestly remember I told you guys I had to find a way to get like oh, more yeah, invested. Yeah. Like, sure, I liked watching the Oilers game last night. I sat there, everybody went to bed, and I watched the end of the game, and it was fun. But if I didn't have that money on there, I'd have found something, something else to do. That's for sure. Even though they were winning. Well, it's amazing how fast things can shift. We took two weeks off at Christmas time. Slash Kwanzaa, slash Spanish Christmas. Ukrainian Christmas last night. Ukrainian Hanukkah. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. Finnish Christmas, which is December 28th. and The day they win gold medals. Christmas trees eat people. It's Ukrainian Christmas today. Shalom. Is <laughs> that Ukrainian? I've, Noted no, Ukrainian no. saying shalom. <laughs> Noted yeah. Ukrainian Christmas. I know that's not Ukrainian. Shalom. I thought it was funnier if I asked you that. It was a tough one over the holiday season for... Canadian fans slash Team Canada fans slash Weathers fans. That was quite the overtime our Canadian boys had. You know what? To me, that was just good sports. That's great sports. Unfortunately, Canada was on the wrong side of the win. Man, that's the beauty of watching sports. They get a breakaway. Old man Bouchard, breakaway in overtime. Penalty shot. Comtois goes in, gets stopped. Good show. Noah Dobson has a wide open net. Stick snaps in half. Finland comes down and scores. And then a Finnish stick company I saw that. sends Dobson a oh, stick yeah. saying, hey, I heard your Canadian sticks break all the time. Here's one of these. That's that's good sports right there. Watching the game with sports. a buddy. Puck comes over to the chap. Empty net. Buddy goes, yeah. Knocks his drink off the coffee table. Like, bang. Oh, <laughs> goes, no. Stick shatters into dust. Goes, no. Gets up, goes to the kitchen, goes and gets a paper towel, oh, comes no. back. Goal. No. He's like in like 45 seconds. My entire life just basically did a 180 degree turn. It's my thing was like when you are invested into something like that, because like me and my kids watch the world juniors like religiously, like that was the one thing I wanted to do over the break with them. Yeah. Because I loved watching as a kid. Yeah. 
And that game, we're sitting at my island and we're like stressing out. And my youngest son, who just doesn't get some things, he's like, we're winning by one. And I'm like, yeah, so he's, and I'm like, I'm like, there's a minute 50 seconds left. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. They've won it. And I'm like, oh, buddy. I said, you don't know. And at that moment, I was just like. So it's Luke's fault. It is Luke's fault. And me and Logan and Aaron are just like sitting there and we're like, don't, you don't say that kind of stuff, Luke, because, you know, there's always a chance. And when they scored that tying goal, which was just awful, I literally looked at him and was like, see, they just tied it up. And I knew, like, I just knew they were going to win in overtime. This is a teachable moment. Feel, it's that yeah. feeling, that gut feeling where you're just like, if I was standing at the sink when Luke said that and I had my bookie app open, I probably would have in bet, in game bet on Finland. You would take in game bets how based I felt, on your right kids cursing that. the team? When you're a betting degenerate, you do a lot of things that are weird. <laughs> <laughs> you feel the signs. You get the signs. You look for weird little shit that happens. I swear, it's weird. The other day, I was driving down the street, and my piston shot through the hood, and I went home and bet $50 on the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> that's that would be lost. Can you think stretch, of, but Can you think <laughs> of one that's been really weird that you've bet on based on God knows what you've seen? Well, uh, I doubled down on the uh, New England Super Bowl with Atlanta. When they were way up, Ooh. like Atlanta was up 38, five or whatever the hell. You bet on them coming eight. back? Oh yeah. Oh, I put, I, cause I had Atlanta to win and I swear to God, we were sitting in Phoenix and I was like, this feels like a game where they come back and win. And I doubled my bet for like, I hedged basically yeah. and wow. doubled my bet. Wow. New Orleans. What but the, the odds was, of them coming back? Oh, it was two. Gosh, I don't remember. I really don't remember. It was like two. three to 21 and then they came back. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. It was in the upper, like it was like I look at it the plus ways. I always have a yeah. hard time breaking that thing down. But, Three to twenty-one. But, I don't even know those odds. I look, I'd look at that and be like, "That's yeah. March twenty-first. But so, like the way, so what I what I was doing last playoffs um, when the Oilers obviously weren't in it was I would watch the hockey game. Oh, sorry, Chalmers, did they miss the playoffs last year? Yeah, Thanks they sure or, uh, just give me a calendar check <laughs> on that. And so they would go most, like a lot of games went into overtime, right? And so if I was watching a game that was close and the game went into overtime, you can like, you would feel who had the momentum going into overtime. And I bet you that if, if you just saw who had the momentum or who tied it up late, that team, I bet you it was probably about 75%. That team won, won. overtime. Yeah. And you were sitting there. And you would bet it. You would bet it in overtime. You'd bet the overtime line, regardless of what it was. Cause usually it was right up to even or else the home team would always be favored by a smidge. So. Now, yeah. now, don't you look like quite the fool, Bagman? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I don't understand. I've lost like... a lot of bets. I, yeah. Are you up or down, Lifetime? Honest? Uh, honest? Probably down. Really? I would say, yeah, I would say down. You've won more on VLTs than anyone I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, well, I didn't know we were talking about that. Well, all in Gambler, the gambling. God. Oh, Jesus. That would take like an accountant a couple of years to figure out. When me out. and Chalmers had um, a bar together, he would come in and play the VLTs, Bag Milk. And I'd be like, oh, Chalmers. Get out of here. He'd be like, what are you talking about? It's my bar. I'm like, yes, it's your bar. But every time you come in here, you win on the VLTs. We have to pay out. Oh, that's ridiculous. Nobody can win on these things. Then he would proceed to win on these things. <laughs> and I remember one time, remember when I told you I had to come back the next day? Yeah. You like didn't bankrupted have money. the company for 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. And like all the money in the till, Chalmers won like $8 million. I'm like, well, that's great. And I had to go into the safe. And I'm like, well. I didn't realize it was very short-sighted. Of me <laughs> in my my business, very was very selfish of me to come in and win all the time. You're a very good gambler. I've gone to the casino with you many times, and you always win. Uh, most likely on table games, I can I can win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't. I only like blackjack. 
I like craps too. But you always I really win. like craps. Always win. Vegas craps. win. Craps is the best. I, oh, yeah. I funded like one whole Vegas trip by just playing craps at night. And my wife would roll the dice and have everybody screaming yeah. her name and it was awesome. What's the, the best stops? Screaming her name. Well, <laughs> I, I remember when we Hey, when you get up we to tra- roll 15, everybody knows your name and then you just keep rolling <laughs> and they start chanting it. How old were you and, you and me and Pope and Jay went to Vegas? Uh, 20? 21? Yeah. I, saw, I saw some of the people that we kind of ran into the other day. Yeah, I like a golf tournament. Well, like not the other day, like at the end of summer. Really? Golf tournament. Yeah, and it brought back those memories. So I went, but like, we were like, uh, tw- we were just 21. <laughs> Wink. Like, Otherwise, we wouldn't have been able to gamble, bag milk. Wink. We went course. golfing like idiots. Yeah, oh, golfing in the middle of the day. Yeah, that was the stupidest thing. That was amazing. Almost jumped our Taurus off of the... Uh, remember we were going up the uh, parkade? Oh, yeah. We got the to the top car? of the ramp, and we were going really fast. And <laughs> that was like my first <laughs> road trip, feet. though. I'd never been on an international road trip. That was your first that. one, eh? I think so. Like, to another country, for sure. When you think about it, how we were so naive when we went. Oh, I'm thinking about also the first trip we went on to Mexico. That was a trip where like, what was that? We've been about 23. Yeah. That was five idiots setting off to a certain death, but through a miraculous set of miracles, we came home. See, fine. I feel like we blended in on that one better. In Vegas, we were like at a piano bar every night because we couldn't, didn't, couldn't go to anywhere else because we didn't, couldn't get in anywhere else. <laughs> couldn't get in Because we looked like slobs. Absolute losers. We're wearing groggy zip ups and shit. <laughs> Everywhere we went, they were like, nope. We're like, oh, man, Vegas isn't as fun as I thought it would be. Nope. <laughs> no. You want to go to the cheapest slots in town? Yep. I remember yep. there was a pit boss missing a tooth, and you got into an argument with him on Fremont oh. Street. It yeah. was like five in the morning. It was you and I. Remember we went, and we left, then we came back in a taxi. Mm-hmm. Everybody went home, and then we went back on a solo mission because we had a score to settle. And I remember you arguing with a pit boss who was missing some teeth. And I was like, Vegas isn't as opulent as I would have thought. I can't remember what we were arguing. It was something about like my elbows or something being on the table. It was stupid. Remember when we were up a bunch of money and we went to the Bellagio in the limo? Mm-hmm. That was a good time. That was fun. We're yeah, up Vegas. Like, we're like up 2G. We're, we're, we're there on the no money bag milk. And we everybody won. We decided we were going to get a limo. And mm-hmm. We were going to go to Krispy Kreme. <laughs> and we went to Krispy Kreme. And then we got out of the limo, went to a convenience store and bought Bud Lights. And basically just made the guy drive us around until our time was up. And then we walked up to the Bellagio. And I remember being like, I'm up like two grand. I brought like $100. I have $100 to my name. <laughs> and walking in there in a span of 20 minutes, everybody in our group had lost all their money. And we all left. Like we rolled up in a limo. Yeah. 20 minutes later, we rolled out screwed. Yeah. Oh, that was a good trip. Good trip. Great trip. God, we were dumb. Oh, yeah. Good times. But we'll come back after this real life podcast. Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? Then you need to call Jabba Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? You can't fix stupid, but here at Jabba Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. With a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly, Jabba Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at jabbamachinery.com. Jabba Machinery Group. Join the family. Classic, Josh. <laughs> it's just so funny to know that that's an Australian dude. Sounds like he's been smoking four packs of Marley's a day since birth. Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah. It's the hardest <laughs> accent to lose. Traumers, we're talking about entertaining ourselves and going places and doing things. I bumped into you <laughs> yeah. in the outside world like normal people do. That was actually kind of weird because I swear I saw, thought I saw you from like a distance and then the show was about to start. So I just went in and... I should have known that you were going to be there, but uh, 
then I saw you later on. Free it tickets. was weird. It was kind of weird to see you like out in an event yeah. that we didn't know. No, one was going to be there. It was like an alternate universe where we met each other, but we didn't really know each other. Yeah. And we kind of looked at each other like, we should have said something, yeah. but we didn't. And Why? Now, no, because I saw you when you were waving. I didn't see you. I came oh, in, yeah, sat yeah. down, when, looked over and was like, hey. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Chalmers. So we went to the Illusionists, which was like a Broadway magic show that went to the Jubilee Auditorium. And we sat one row behind each other. It was yes. a pretty good show. Yeah, it was a good show. They had some hiccups right off the bat. And it was weird because like in if you did you watch the trailer before you went? Yeah. This looked like the most grandiose amazing a magic show you'd ever seen. And, yeah. and like I know the jube and it's not like huge, right? Like it's and there's not like they're not gonna be setting off fireworks or like pyrotechnics in that place. So I was like, okay, well I'm looking forward to see it. Well, they really had to like scale back. Scale back. Yeah. And to the point where like half the time their mics didn't work. Oh, I felt bad for them. It was pretty weird. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Jared. Oh, no. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there was this daredevil guy. And he, so the one guy has a, a mic pack problem right off the bat. Yeah, like no his mic cuts out. And, and so he comes out, he does a few tricks. He's like the futurist. He's a warm up guy. Um, and then the daredevil guy comes out. Who was great. Who was amazing. I called him Vin Diesel because he looked like Vin Diesel. He did it with mascara on. <laughs> this guy put a lot of eye makeup on. Hey, you got to. He was jacked too. And so like his mic pack is just not working. And now the people behind him are like doing their thing to set up the trick. And this is usually when he tells you like what he's going to be doing and nothing. And you can just see it in his face. He's like looking to the side and nobody's (laughs) coming to help him. Now, having said that, if you're a daredevil (laughs) and something's going to go wrong in your act as badly as it could go, and you're about to like shoot a crossbow at one of your two hot assistants. Yes. Best that it's your microphone that it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So to compound the problem, though, the guy that was just a on bad day at work if you're a daredevil <laughs> is like not a good day. Well, I know, but don't you think this guy's like, oh my god, if this is something that exactly. we're having problems with, like, yeah. what else are we gonna have? Like crossbow with? gonna be cockeyed. So the futurist guy who does have a working mic pack comes out and they can't figure out how to put, like change his mic pack over. They can't take the, you know, the aux cables out and put the new ones in, and so they're fumbling in front of everybody, and they're both just like laughing at each other, and it's like I thought they did a good job, getting of kind of uncomfortable, yeah. but they're they're kind of making the best of it. Then they just bring him out a handheld mic, and now this guy's got to like do his performance with a handheld with a mic. mic, like he's at karaoke at Rosie's Bar and Grill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was so because you could tell that he his act had a lot of hand stuff. in yeah. it. Yeah. And he wasn't able to do it now. And so there was parts where he was like pulling the mic away from his mouth because you wouldn't hear him. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be doing Plus something. Plus he had to do his trick. Yeah, which was. Lying on a bed of nails with only one nail remaining. One nail. And he's doing it while holding onto his mic like, ooh, this hurts. <laughs> and then the lady he brought up from the stage as he's laying on one nail, like one physical nail right in the middle of his back. She breaks a cinder block on his yeah. stomach. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's unbelievable. Now, you guys keep saying Broadway. So were they singing and dancing along with this? No, no. It was just like on Broadway. Oh, okay. it's a Broadway yeah. place. So, just magic show. So, yeah. And they brought five of the people. So this actually, this illusionist group is actually like, I think, eight to 12 performers. And okay. so, and they send five off to do shows every so often. Wow. But it, and they but, send them all off from a castle in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. The magic castle. Where they all keep their they secrets. They go off into the night. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was cool. I thought it was cool. My favorite guy was the South Korean guy who spoke no English. The best. And he had this card trick series where he's got like his sleeves rolled up and he's just like, this is hard to describe, obviously, because we're doing a podcast and thank God there's no video, but cards are just shooting out of his bare Well, arms. what he makes you think is that he's not holding any cards, yet his sleeves are rolled up. He yes. is not holding any cards no. in his hands. Which he shows he you repeatedly. consistently comes up with new decks of cards and then throws them. 
and he's making cards disappear from everywhere. <laughs> Unbelievable. And as he's doing this, every so often he just stops and looks to the crowd with this look of like, did I just do that? Yeah. I don't know. Can you, you believe that me. you're at a show and a man's good. making cards appear out of thin air? <laughs> it was my favorite. His facial expressions were literally worth the price of admission. Well, I go in and I'm like having a good time, obviously, before you go to a magic show. Mm -hmm. And I sit down and I see you and like, you know, you have drunk guy luck and everything's just happening all around you. Yeah. Right. Like you can bring booze in at the jube the best. Sure can. So I'm doing my thing and hey, Charles, how you doing? Yeah, right on. But I kept finding everything hilarious. Because <laughs> it was all pretty funny. And like when the mic stopped working, I'm dying laughing. And then when the Korean guy's like, ha ha, I'm dying laughing. And then I look over. Like four seats is Edmonton media legend Bob Layton. Remember Bob Layton back then? Of course. Oh, yeah. anybody? Bob Layton. I was just going to say, can you do it? Yeah, I knew yeah. you could. That guy driving to school as young Wanye would be like, can you believe that the teacher's board is being locked out of local schools? It's unbelievable. <laughs> and I'd be like, motherfuck, Bob Layton. And then at the end, he'd be like, I'm Bob Layton. Like, damn, that guy's looking out. So anyways, I'm drunk at a thing, having a good time, and four... Doors down is old Bob Layton sitting ramrod straight. Mm -hmm. Looks amazing. He's 400 years old. Mrs. Layton is beside him. His hair is great. They hey? look like, um, you know, that American century Gothic farmer photo. <laughs> yeah. Where the guy's like ramrod straight and he's got his pitchfork and shit. And I don't even know if you remember the first thing that they did, but they had the audience participation thing, right? Yes. So it's like, get in, stand up, put your fingers out, see if you get hypnotized, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this is amazing. And I look over at Bob Layton and Bob Layton is not participating and he's looking at me. And I was like, can Bob Layton understand my thoughts? He's like judging me for doing he this? He was. And I was like, oh no. And I just imagined him being like, so I go to the magician show on Monday night and I see a drunk guy. And I think to myself, why do you need to be drunk to go to the magician? I'm Bob Layton. And I was like, oh man, I feel so bad about myself. Do you think maybe all the stories he's done just made him cynical? He sits at a magic show and for just wants sure. to be cynical. Yeah, for sure. Because I found myself being cynical and I like magic and I, you know, so I could see why he was. He wasn't having it. He no. didn't look miserable. He just looked like he'd been sent here from another more advanced <laughs> species to monitor. Like humans. his wife made him go and he was going to do whatever it took not to like show her that he was entertained. Oh, I think more, more over the opposite. It's like, <laughs> Bob, I don't want to go to the magician. We have to go to the music. The magicians. I'm Bob Layton. Yeah. They the left people will what expect am I my do? take. Yeah. They will expect my review tomorrow. That's what morning. I was that's what I was curious about is if he affirms that he is Bob Layton in his personal life. <laughs> Every morning. Sir, what kind of coffee would you like? I would like a large one, cream one, sure, because I'm Bob Layton. <laughs> Named at <laughs> Starbucks. Yeah, so it was a good show though. Good Full show. name always at Starbucks, always. too. <laughs> always. Bob Layton. Bob I swear I could hear Does he me. still have a platform? What is he doing? I think he still works for Ched, doesn't he? I think so. Right? I, mean, I think him and Paul's Brian Hall, exactly. Ribs. Him and Brian Hall are like, <laughs> well, yeah, you're yeah, on yeah, the yeah, Don yeah. Cherry plan. When you check out, we'll sign you off the air. I wonder if they're going to groom at Ched a new Bob Layton, just like CBC is with Brian Burke. Brian Who, Burke. Jesby? Jesperson? Jesperson's got to get angrier then. Yeah. You need to have the full <laughs> moral authority of every judge ever. Yeah. Can you be pump up hockey? You can't be pump up hockey guy. It's t-shirt time. <laughs> t -shirt no, time. It just and work. then come come on the air the Ryan next morning. And, yeah. Young Bob Layton trying to get do a giveaway. <laughs> I'm at the arena tonight and they're giving away free books. In a world where children can't afford to go to school, the Oilers Entertainment Group are giving out 40th anniversary <laughs> books. What a disgrace. I'm Bob Layton. Dead silence in the arena. And everyone's like, damn. That was Bob Layton sure is a buzzkill on the scoreboard. <laughs> Oh, man, I would love to see Bob Layton now take Jesperson's job. Just one night. Just I guess we're changing night. then, Ryan. Just one night.
He's up there spinning tunes. It's the with- Pizza 73 giveaway. <laughs> Let's hear some noise. Who needs a snack attack? <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, did we get to this last time when we were talking about the Oil Kings game? But have you been to an Oil Kings yeah, game Yeah, you're talking lately? about the teddy bear toss. Yeah, okay, so we went to another one just recently. What are you, the biggest Oilers King? I just, oil- uh, man, they're fun. The kids love them. Like, it's, it's just a good time. But they stopped doing my favorite thing, and that is the backwards eating thing. So oh, like on the scoreboard, yeah, 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 buddy. So like, I think before the game and like <laughs> during the intermissions, they focus in on somebody who's just come down with like a big plate of food, and they just film them eating it. And then <laughs> during, during like the second and third intermission, they do this thing called like it's backwards eating time, and it just shows people basically them eating but in reverse, and so they're pulling the food out of their mouth. It is the best in the thing I've ever seen. And so when we were at that Oil Kings game. We were late, and so we had a bunch of food, and we were sitting down watching the first period. And my wife looks at me; she's like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "What's the matter?" She goes, "We're eating," and I'm like, "Holy shit!" We've been like stuffing our face like chicken wings and stuff. So we started eating with like our hands in front of our face. <laughs> it was hilarious, but they stopped doing it. So if anybody listens and that knows somebody who knows somebody who knows an answer to why they're not doing that anymore, please tell me. Please text us. Call in. Text Call in. Text Call us. In yeah, the bag show. milk's number is uh, <laughs> yeah. 785. <laughs> I hope they didn't get rid of something like that because somebody complained. Oh, that would be devastating. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I like do. Like a know guy who's really bummed that he just mowed down a foot long or whatever. It's like suing them for defamation because he lost. I have a mild eating like a disorder st- and I was disgusted watching a man eat a slice of pizza yeah. backwards. He took a Tinder date there or something and yeah, he couldn't yeah, seal yeah. the deal and he like, blamed it. them for it. Ruined it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyways, sorry. What were we talking about before? Like, I don't know. Internet <laughs> stuff and podcasts mostly. You guys read The Illusionists. Oh, yeah. A, uh, Bob Layton. Friendly Korean man. Bob Layton. Bob Layton Korean throwing guy. cards around. Yeah, throwing cards. Was they he were, doing that thing where he was chucking cards really far? No. So he, they were just falling in front of him. But his... I, so... Uh, without giving it away, because I don't think I... I don't think they're coming back. <laughs> like, I, think, I ain't going. The so, Korean guy, they're like, hey, you want to go back to that really cold place where the mic work? <laughs> you know no. That, you know that thing where like the magician can make it look like he's holding two full deck of cards all fanned out like a fan? Mm. Well, he would do that, and then he'd like throw two, and it would make it seem like he threw more. Because about halfway through, I'm like, man, this guy, where is he getting all these cards? That's what I was wondering. And when I looked at the floor on the rug, and I think that's why they put a rug there so you can't notice the cards on the black floor. There wasn't that many cards on the floor, man. So what, do I, what am I seeing he, he fall was, down? He was throwing like one or two at a time. Instead so of like a he bajillion. would open up the whole ah. decks and then throw like one or two. And you would think like, holy shit, he like is throwing a ton of cards. And then he'd open up the decks again and then he'd like make a couple appear and... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. See, what's annoying is before the... <laughs> I, I would ordinarily be like, you're full of shit. But before we started the podcast, we were talking about this. Yeah. And you're talking about a different card trick. And I don't want to reveal this to everybody because it's like finding out bad news about Christmas, which yeah. I also won't reveal. Yeah. But you're like, oh, you don't know how they did that? They just did this and this and this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. But the, see, the, the impressive part is not how the trick is set up and how it's like done. And then the guy had a water... Like the phone and a melon... Right yeah. when he cut open a melon. Oh, that's crazy! The fact is, is like you don't know how they did that, that did you? No, no. Thank goodness. No. Bag milk does a trick. Takes your phone, puts it in the bag, smashy smash. Oh no, my phone's broken. Go across the stage. There's a melon. Cuts the melon open. Boom. And the melon's been being watched by somebody the whole time. At the, the very whole beginning, time. he puts it in a bag right in front of the guy, and he's like, "Watch that bag. Don't let anybody touch it." And then he goes back to the guy. The guy puts his iPhone in like an envelope. He puts X's on all the envelopes, True. and then blenders them all. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, wait a minute. Anybody got a knife? And 
he planted a knife in the crowd for somebody to get everything in the crowd's a plant and oh, cuts open a melon like literally cuts open a melon and the phone's in a ziploc bag in the melon wow pretty amazing so i think the difference between me and chalmers at a magic show is that i'm there for the wonder and the magic <laughs> and i don't want to know how any of it works and i've had a few drinks and yeah. i need to have a few laughs and bob layton's mere feet away judging me telepathically whereas you go to like a caa analyst you're like oh, i'm here to get to the bottom of this entire investigation here's how that happened that's how that was done and then you like leave having solved the magic but show see, i go through progressions right off the bat like they were getting pissed off that we weren't clapping fast enough because i think at one point we were all just like you know, you're in amazement and you kind of forget that you have to clap. I think also we live in an era where there's like a Transformers see, movie costs $400 said. million. Dollars. That's she said that you see it online. And so it's harder to impress people. But anyway, Nothing I go, impresses I go me except like, Bob Layton. <laughs> I just love that. You probably fed his focus, focused more on him than the show half the time. I could tell you a trick that you probably didn't even notice. He's a treasure. No, I watched it. Anyways, I go through like the progression of being amazed and then trying to like figure out how the hell he did that in front of me without me seeing it. And then it gets way deeper than that. And I just keep thinking about it pretty much. See where I'm just there. I'm like, wow. And then I'm like, the I next can't thing. stop thinking. Hey, about it. That's the thing. So, wow. but anyways, the, what, I, what I'm trying to say is it's not like how the setup of the trick or anything. It's the fact that they can do the trick right in front of you. And you can't tell like they, they can do these things with the cards where they have it all in the deck and they don't even move it, but they, they obviously have to move the card from the top of the deck to the bottom of the deck, whatever, and you don't notice. That's the, like, the impressive part. How what if I told so you every magician amazing. on earth has a portal to another dimension? Mm, I've heard that. I wouldn't and believe it. That's how they move the cards around. I once went and saw David Copperfield in Vegas. So I was there. I'm like Iwanye in the sense that I just like, I don't care about how they're done. I just like be like, wow, mm -hmm. this woman ruined his grand final trick in the crowd. Yeah. She stood up, turned around and faced the other way and yelled out the people come out from over there. And everybody around us was just like, what? Ugh, fuck you. Uh, what? Fuck you lady. Obviously she had seen the show before, whatever, but yeah, she ruined it. What did us. everyone do? Everybody in my section booed her and appropriately. So Poor what did David, David do? Well, he was rattled because he's like, what's going on with the like, Sorry, what's that? I live there. in a private string of islands with Claudia Schiffer. Yeah. What the hell happened to this woman that she sat in that show again did he keep for another going? two oh, hours? Yeah. He kept, he's a consummate pro. Pro, pro, pro. Of course. As an like, To buy tickets to the show a second time, sit there for two hours waiting for that moment to stand up and exactly. do that. What the fuck is your problem? To ruin it for everybody within earshot. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm going to merge these two stories together. Chalmers, remember when we went to Vegas and then your dad got us tickets to the magic show? So my dad's, one of my dad's really good friends he used to play in a band with was the talent coordinator at the Monte Carlo. And the, the act there was Lance Burton. When so you made this yeah. happen, I was like, my friend Chalmers is so heavy in these streets. My dad's when like, we go to Vegas, he's hooking it up. My dad's like, go to Monte Carlo and see if Bob Walker's there. I'm like, okay, why? He's like, maybe we'll give you tickets to the show. Next thing I know, we're standing there and we got four like really good uh -huh. tickets to Lance Burton. And we've been Burton. drinking all day yeah. and we're very young. Yeah. And we went in and we're like, can we bring drinks in? And your dad's buddy's like, of course, it's Vegas. You kidding? You can take them anywhere. And you, <laughs> like two rows back, we're like, every time they do a, sh a trick, you're like, Whoa! And then to the point that the magician's like looking over at Chalmers. Lance no. Burton. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the assistants were. I think we Maybe remember no, that. No, 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 no. I remember you tripping out over every single thing. Because I was amazed. Yeah. And drunk. And drunk. And, and We'd already been in a pool 21. party that day. We were in no state to see Lance Burton. No, we weren't. That was good how those stories merged. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Let's take a Magic break. Magic stories, you know. Amazing. Real life podcast.
Back after this magic. SumoJerky.com. You've been through the gas station. You've seen all the flavors. Teriyaki, black pepper, maybe extra hot, sweet chili. That's about as exotic as it gets. But if you subscribe to Sumo Jerky at SumoJerky.com, check them out online, enter your preferences. They source out the finest small batch handcrafted ma and pa jerky from all over the world. They have all your favorite flavors, but it's high-quality, handcrafted versions of your favorite flavors, and they get exotic as well. Exotic jerky from exotic animals, or play it straight and stick with beef. Enter your preferences at sumojerky.com. It shows up once a month. Deliver it as a gift if you like. Have it sent to your work for a little pick-me-up during the day. Sumojerky.com. Follow them on Instagram at sumojerky for pictures of their meat. Or sign up for the service yourself, sumojerky.com. Once a month, meat delivered right to your door. It's the home delivery service you didn't realize you need until it started showing up. My favorite day of the month is Sumo Jerky Delivery Day. Sumojerky.com to get started. We're back, real life podcast, powered by Sumo Jerky. Mm, Delicious. Had a big month. You want to hear my story about At God? Oh, yes, I am looking forward to the follow-up with At God. You weren't here, Chalmers, and you don't listen to the podcast, which I respect. Sumo jerky, we're doing <laughs> we're doing great things online. We're selling beef jerky subscriptions, very delicious, all over the U.S. I and saw your I saw your file picture or your the orders you had to fill. Oh, the other day, ah, I saw that. Doing all we're right, eh? yeah, one day. Soon. You're welcome. No big deal. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a going concern. It's growing. Um, anyways, uh, I'm doing work with influencers, and I ended up doing a sponsored post with at God, two million <laughs> followers who reached. Hold on. Don't look yet. You can't search them? Just hold up. All right. It's real. If you search them, you'll fast forward to the end of the story. Okay. I'll stand up and say, the people come from here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if your name's really Juan yet. Uh, so I'm doing some influencer posts. And I did maybe like, I don't know, eight. And people from 100,000 followers up to like 1.4 million. And I get into a fight with the guy that I'm working with, this meme lord, because I'm real hard to deal with sometimes if I'm not getting performance, which brings me to my podcast studio construction project, but that we will we'll talk about that in a minute. And Do have uh, to? yeah, oh yeah. And, and so I'm like, man, screw this influencer. I'm going to work with other people. And immediately, five minutes later, at God DM me on Instagram. Hey, saw you're doing sponsored posts. Want to do a sponsored post? And I was like, holy man. Literally. God's reaching out. It's a sign if ever there was one. So I have a conversation with At God, who's a very wonderful fellow. Nice okay. Guy, doing great stuff. And he's like, yeah, I work with a bunch of influencers and you pay us and we'll do the posts. And blah, blah, Did you guys blah. talk over the phone? No, DM'd on Insta. Oh. You know, like you do with girls. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, are you really At God? And he's like, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, hmm, didn't say no. But he's like, hey, so I'm working with these people, blah, blah, blah. We do a deal. I wire At God money. And then Christmas Day happens. Right. And so His biggest day, in fact. Yeah, exactly. His son's birthday. He's got <laughs> shit to do. He doesn't message me. I'm like, it's fine. He's busy. Mrs. God and him got to go get presents. It's the Christmas season. You know, it's busy. And I go on like the 28th. I'm like, oh, I wonder what happened to act God. Because we're going to do all these ads. And I go dark in between Christmas and New Year's because I don't care. And the world can end. Mm-hmm. His account got deleted. And he was like, yeah, and I run these other accounts, too. And they got deleted, too. And so like all of at God's accounts got deleted over Christmas. And now, first of all, who deletes at God, especially during the holidays? So, yeah. Zuckerberg's like, I'm the new at God. But anyways, uh, he's gone. 
I can't believe you. I can't believe you wired him enough money to retire. Well, I guess he didn't need much, but yeah. And, and so I'm <laughs> like, well, well, what the deuce? Like, yeah. there's no way he went to the trouble of getting three million followers just to scam me out of a few. Yeah, no bounce, shit. Right. <laughs> and as a guy whose businesses are always having some sort of crisis, I understand. Like, if your account gets deleted, doing the deal with the beef jerky company isn't your biggest priority. Mm-hmm. So I have his email address that I PayPal'd all his money to, and I emailed my money lady i'm like can we see if we can call that uh, transaction back like being all you know hopeful around the holidays and she's yeah. like no no they've accepted the money why is there a problem i don't have the heart to tell her at god rip me off i'm like no 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 no. everything's fine everything's fine continue on so i emailed the uh, uh email address associated with the paypal and haven't heard back like and since so there's since. no so you gotta have high hopes you gotta hope you gotta know is this the one that was like actually at god and yeah. he would like like he, he would respond to people very funny when they would say like are you God? No, but like when somebody would thank God for something and then he'd be like, Oh, that's Twitter. This dude's on Insta. Oh, but yes, there is a God account that will like when people thank him for like winning an Oscar. And stuff. what was this guy's main thing? Like, was it just memes? He was just up- memes. And he had a whole bunch of them. And it was like, this one's for this demo. And this one's for that demo. And we're part of a super Avengers collective of people who do memes for money. And I was like, God damn, I've hit the mother load. And he said, yes, of course. My damn. Okay. So one, one other question. How did he see that you were doing an influencer thing with somebody else? Because they had posted it and he yeah. obviously just saw so it. So like when you okay. posted with one influencer and like then it's they a big all one, flock. then they're like, hey, are you legit? This guy's and obviously the spending is, money. Yeah. Huh. So there's lots of Instagram accounts out there that are minting coin, right? Like it's actually well-priced ads in terms of the reach you get for the spend. Oh, yeah. And Sumo Jerky basically is an American operation. We spend the money on Google and the Facebooks and it's all in the States and we sell them to people in the Southern US. So yeah. hitting up some of these big-ass accounts. And so... It's a funny world, though, because like unless you're a fellow meme lord, these guys get so many DMs that they'll never look at their DMs. Yeah. Never. Because there's two jillion messages about all sorts of insanity. Bagmoke knows this with running nation stuff. Yeah, we get a lot of weird DMs, and that's <laughs> a fraction of the size. <laughs> so you got to have like the secret handshake to get in with these guys to be considered credible. Mm-hmm. So I just can't figure out what happened to At God. At God. No way At God rips you off. Maybe someone hacked and stole his account because it's a premium name i heard a whole podcast about can't you it. just change it too can't you take your followers like i swear i've had times where i've followed something and then like the next day it's a yeah. different name you can but change. then you go into their history and you're like you're like well, i didn't follow this person you go into their history and you realize well you did like two pictures ago is something that you saw but it was a different account yeah you can change your name as long as the new name isn't taken mm. that happened to me with at satan i was following satan what happened to Satan? Uh, he changed his name to Masturbate. <laughs> on Insta? On Insta, yeah. That was a God account. Was it? It makes sense that God and Satan Hold are working the together. phone. At God and at Satan were the same person on Instagram? It makes sense they're Uh-oh. working together. Yeah. I think this Nobody actually see it coming. is God or Satan. Mm, I'm creeped out, Chalmers. This yeah, reminds me of I when I was like sitting this. here, Bob Layton. Influencers. Maybe it's Bob Layton. Oh. That's it. You a guys want to push your jerky? <laughs> yeah. I'm Bob Layton. There are people out there selling packages of carcinogenic snacks. You shouldn't eat smoked anything. I'm Bob Layton. You know, you may be right. I well, don't think, I, don't think, I don't think he's right. But it doesn't make sense, though, that a guy with that many followers over that many accounts would just disappear. No. No. It just reminds me of Meow Post. Yeah. And you got to do way worse stuff than I'm sure he was doing to get kicked off wow and that's the thing is there's a yeah there's, there's a million, million reasons, reasons. I, I saw my friend aaron over uh christmas and she goes 
I hate your podcast. And I said, thank you for listening. Mm. And she said, I really hate your <laughs> podcast when you talk about business because no one cares. Oh, and she hit me to my core, but I don't care. This is real life. and I <laughs> want to talk about it. It makes zero sense to me that somebody who would put that much time and effort into something would have it deleted because their end game was to get an ad contract they couldn't fulfill. Yeah. Me and bag milk are in the cat business. You know about this? I do know about this. It's <laughs> amazingly weird. Oh, yeah. Super weird. Super, Super weird. weird. One of the yeah. weirdest things we've ever done. Mm-hmm. We bought a website called meowpost.me, correct? That's right. right. What's yeah. the M-E mean? Me. What? <laughs> and we also have .com, but I think there's like a big search engine penalty on it right now. There's a .co as well. .co. Yeah, .com's got a clap to the... Thing I'm just not totally sure you answered my question as to what dot me means. Uh, what is dot me? <laughs> no, I know no it's idea. dot me, but it's like suffix. It's, I don't know. Yeah, you can get custom ones. You can get like oh. it could be the government. It's not meowpost. Dot country was anyway. Most of them are. <laughs> it's not really important, I guess. Because dot TV was some weird island in the middle of the Pacific <laughs> Ocean, and they're like the first people to get the New Year, and that everybody in the island sold off dot TV to like TV shows, and they so, briefly got rich. Where would I find this cat? Cat meow. What is it? Meow post. Meow post. Dot M-E. <laughs> but really what you're doing is you're looking for our Facebook groups. Oh. Because yes. the real beauty of the business is the fact that it's got these giant Facebook groups. And one is like 500,000 bag milk and one's 400,000. Yeah, roughly. So this guy was running meow post. Aaron, you're like, I told this asshole not to talk about business. And <laughs> Especially not the weirdest. Now we're talking about cat business. If you're calling in for the Kajula trade, <laughs> sorry. Oh, my God. Is it the one with this? Is it this it? The cat. Oh yeah, you betcha. Yeah. Yes. How many? Th- yeah. How many thousands of followers? Um, two hundred something. Two hundred and thirty-nine thousand one hundred and ninety-seven. Boom. Wait. Just went up by one. Including the three people that they name in the beginning, which are you, yeah. <laughs> Josh Brown, uh-huh. and Graham. There we go. <laughs> oh my god. So that guy was running his little enterprise and writing all the articles about cats, which is actually very interesting. It's no different than the nation. Just what, what do you like? If you like Oilers hockey, well, sorry about the last 13 years, except one. If you like cats, you might like the meow post, but it got deleted. So he was cruising along and he had like 1.6 million followers and one had a hundred thousand, one had 500,000. That doesn't add up to 1.6. And Facebook just went boop and away went his account. Hmm. And like this guy had like, well, we'll just say he was very, very upset and had a little bit of a life event, like a breakdown of sort. Because when you go from making a lot of money every month with a million followers to no followers with no money, generally speaking, it's like someone just came in and ripped your business out of your hands. It'd be like if someone came along and stole a house you were building right from underneath you. Took it. Boop. That would See ya. be good. So I'm assuming at God right now is face down on a beach somewhere. If he lives on a beach with a bottle of tequila somewhere at his side and he's trying to figure out how to rebound from his life. And hopefully he doesn't take my money that I wired to him as his seed money to create at God again too, which will be a sequel to at God and very, very good. There is a lot of comments on here. Man, These people are cats? passionate about yeah. cats. Man. It, is it is wild. Huge. It is wild. People love cats, man. Million but visitors a month. Chalmers. They just want you to know that I think it's wonderful. As Jesse Swabby says, some of the comments in the inbox wonderful. Oh, bag milk and I had to stop looking because 99% of people, generally older ladies, nice grandma types, they want to say good job, but the angry grandmas, yeah, that's where you got to watch out. Angry grandmas, they judge you. If you put a picture, like if you put a video up or something of a cat like falling 
Water balloon the hitting people a kitten. Go like, oh, that cat. Water balloon hurt. hitting a kitten. I don't want to see that. Died you could have the nicest video of a cat do it, like bringing a child a gift, mm-hmm. and you will still get a split reaction on it. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. I don't think you should give, give, give gifts to people that have corners. You can poke an eye out. Exactly. I'm Bob Layton. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, that's hilarious. Or like you'll just post a video of something like this cat did this and then you'll get angry messages. I demand to know what happened to this cat six months later. I'm like, I have an I orange have cat. No Is your orange cat <laughs> named yeah, could, Mr. Snuggles? Can we please get an update on that? Uh, Seriously. Siamese, we have had that. that bald Siamese Where twins? would I find that cat? Where it's like my cat looks a lot like that cat. Do you think they came from the same place? Yes. At <laughs> yeah. God, another cat. <laughs> yes, they just right. Yes, yes, they're brother and sister. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's a fact. <laughs> Heaven for there's no way that I've ever seen two cats look alike if they are not from the same litter. No. Never. My Facebook is unusable as a result of Meow Post and my businesses adventures down in Mexico because I log in it's like you have 480 new messages. I'm like, ooh, all my friends. It's like, hey, what up with that cat with a water balloon? Hola, coma este, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> okay, enough. I'm out, face busy. To your comment, Wanye, right now on my Facebook, I have 1,200 notifications Yeah. from nation stuff slash cat stuff slash hockey fight stuff slash whatever. Who Remember knew? when Facebook deleted you in off of Facebook because of me? Yes, I was, I was dead temporarily. Yeah. Because of Meow Post having some... <laughs> exciting hackery which i won't bore you to death with they erased bag milk's real life yeah so they got rid of me so i had to send zuck i assume he looked at it personally yeah a selfie of me holding an id just being like no i'm alive like a hostage and then i got an answer back from facebook like tech they're like oh sorry about that our mistake we'll make sure to let people know you're alive great thanks great cool man damage is done though at secret name is alive like (laughs) (laughs) welcome back welcome back the dark, dark place. Up but there. it's a weird thing, though, man, to have your Facebook erased like that. It's just like, do you know how to do that? Can you just erase mine for me? Yes. But personally, like, I don't care that they got rid of it. But like for work purposes, I'm yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. But it's just wild how just, you know, what I mean, just I don't know why they thought I was dead. It's but funny because we had an emergency meeting in here. It's like, hey, Facebook deleted me. I'm completely off. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm the moderator of everything. All right. Well, you log in as me then and you can be me now on Facebook and I won't go on. And that was the emergency baton throw. Guess, then two days later, you were back. You took it like a champ. Yeah, I mean, well, I, well, like like I said, personally, I don't give a shit about Facebook. If it wasn't for work, I wouldn't have one. Yeah. But like <laughs> to just be like, now you I don't have feel, one. I just feel like most people have no idea how much that would be a problem. Because oh, I really totally. don't. I'm sitting here going like, what the fuck does it matter if you don't have it for like a day or two or something? But if you do everything through there. Yeah, well, we do a lot of work stuff. And then even just People like the need weird their cat things. videos, man. My thing down in we Mexico, cat videos. <laughs> all of our customer service is Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp. That's it. We've never received an email in the history of the business. If our Facebook Messenger went down, that would be muy bad, as we say. That would be muy bad. Do that. you have a backup? Uh, well, you, have, you can, but it just depends on what happens, right? Like if Facebook goes, oh, we're going to erase your corporate account. All our customers are like, uh, no, okay, where did we go? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's take a break. We'll be back after this real life podcast. Alberta is where you find hardworking hands. Where prairie grown rye meets mountain spring water. Where we pull dragons from the ground. And we choose Rig Hand Distillery. Vodka, whiskey, gin, and more. Rig Hand is made from Alberta grown ingredients, locally distilled and distributed. It's a bottle of Alberta. 
Ask for award-winning Righan in your liquor store and visit RighanDistillery.com. Damn. Righan Distilleries, shout out to you. I need brum. Hook me up. You, you already drank all your victory brums for the year? No, you know what? And then on that losing, on that losing streak, I'm just looking at my <laughs> bottle. It's not moving at all. I was, just like, I was on a nice run here where I thought I was going to be out of this brum by New Year's. No. A delicious one last night, though, Chalmers. Brumsky. Delightful. What's that? What's the difference? Just their beet rum. A little beet rum and Coke. It's oh, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't follow the internet, which I appreciate. But <laughs> when bag, when the Oilers lose, Bag no, Milk no, no. eats beets. I know what he does. I just, oh. when he says the Brumsky, I didn't know if the ski meant like that he did something different to it. No. Oh, yeah. And no. I thought, I didn't know if you drank your Brum. Out of a ski? With some ice yeah. or like neat or with some Coke. Like a little shoot. I've done shots of it before. Yeah. Not a shooter rum. Well, first of all, I don't like taking rum shots in the first place. I mean, I don't think there is a shooter rum. I don't know if anybody does, but you, not for me. <laughs> not for me. Yeah, add a little Coke in there, a little Pepsi, then you have yourself a good time. You have a nice little delicious highball, if you will. Speaking of being intoxicated, bag milk, do you Go remember ahead. when we went for Donairs? <laughs> Vaguely. I mean, kind of. I know we were together. We've had a lot of actual real life since the last <laughs> real life podcast. Go to the game. What was it Vancouver game? Vancouver, yeah. It was that last Thursday. Lose. Terrible. Go to the Ford Hall. Me and one other person decide to have a post-game losing beer. Have a few drinks. Decide the DJ sucks. The food truck can stuff it. Leave. Walking down the stairs, run into Towel Boy on his 40th birthday party. Yep. You don't go on Twitter, Chalmers, which I respect, but Towel Boy is one of our bestest friends of all time. He's there. Travis Dakin's there, at Eric Johnson's there, Mrs. Towelboy's there. Uh, Mrs. Dakin is not there. Mrs. Dakin was there. Was she? Yep. Oh, dear. I didn't even say hi. I was a tornado. Bag milk's there. Drunk thing you know we're at the pint. Yep. You order a lot of jack shots. I show everybody OG shooter status. Chalmers, you've been there for these. You know Uh how we do. Order a tray of shots. Nobody wants any of them. So I'm like, That's no problem. Thing, man. Nobody- I'll just start drinking these by myself, but I'll close. I'll like have time between them and sip them. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a sipping jacks. Sipping jacks. Sorry. And they were all Jack Daniels. All every last one. God. No wonder they were yelling. Oh yeah. Well, that's the problem. Well, and also that game was so bad. Yeah. The Oilers allowed four goals on six shots in the first period. Terrible. So what happened was our crew, we're all sitting together um, right near a beer vendor, right behind us. So the worse the Oilers played, the drunker we yeah. got. So by the time I saw you at the pint, I was wrecked, and that was not part of the plan. So I'm <laughs> politely taking one shot of Jack, and then all of a sudden you get that like saliva floating back into your into your mouth. I'm like, hot tub, I had a sweet Jack hot tub mouth. Oh, oh, the Jets turn on. I call it hot tub mouth. Oh, hot tub. All the because hot water. Mm-hmm. You're trying to swallow your own spit to make hot sure you're not tub, ralphing man. all over the pint. Big ah. oh, you can puke in our bathrooms. Filth. We don't mind. <laughs> so then uh, the night's starting to get a little bit blurrier and we go to get Donaire's. And that's when my memory shuts it down for the night and says, good night, sweet prince. You take it from here. You don't need to remember anything after this. That's <laughs> just let instinct kick in. Yeah, it gets real patchy from there, too. <laughs> yep. I remember having a donair. I remember looking down on my walk. So long story short, some dude stole my cab. Whatever, fine. So I'm going to go to the pint and I'm going to grab another cab. Jump into the cab and the guy's like, you're wasted. I say, yes, that's why I'm in the cab. He's like seventy-five dollar deposit to get you home, and I live in the West End, so I'm like, "Fuck you, go crash this thing." 
I'm getting an Uber. Savage. So I, so I jump out, look at the Uber, but they're on a four times rate at like 2 a.m. or whatever. Savage. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to walk down the road until I A, find another cab, B, the rate drops. Problem solved. The answer was nine kilometers down the road is when the <laughs> it was Jesus. when the rate dropped. I almost made it from the pint downtown to 142nd Street before I jumped. Whoa. Before I jumped in an, an Uber. I wake up in the morning, mind wiped clean. Call my buddy. How's the rest of the night? Yeah, good. What do you remember? I remember getting donairs. Yeah. Do you remember when someone tried to steal Bag Milk's taxi? <laughs> I'm I like, mm. and I'm just like the Homer Simpson, like scene missing, dancing around a maypole. Like, no, no, I don't remember that. You guys were trying to, you were waiting for a taxi. You were both standing there. Neither of you were talking, which is how we do. You go to get into a taxi, a bunch of chumps come and like push you out of the way and get into your taxi. And apparently I started yelling and chased the taxi down the street. <laughs> and this guy was like hanging out the window, giving me the double finger. And then the red light hit. And then I was like chasing after the cab still. It's like right at the Rexall, like right yeah. by the dinner place. They just turned right and like went away. My friend's like, because you were being so crazy that the taxi driver. Wanted like, to get oh, away okay, we're turning you. right here, boys. We're not going our regular yeah. route. I was like, crazy uh, guy. yeah, uh, okay. good running. Well, you gotta get your that was the state. You get your in. steps in. It was ugly. I don't know what's going on lately. I think that like Oilers are losing and you're getting and we're all getting really drunk that I haven't had any problems at the pint in years. And the last two times I went there, some dirt squirrels tried to make a move on me and I had to step up. (laughs) The guy missing teeth. That's what I'm saying. Last time people are unhappy. Follow up on that story, by the way. I thought that it was Drake Kajula for about five minutes (laughs) because I have a vague memory of the guy (laughs) with no teeth telling me to whatever in the pint and then. You know how that goes. But then the next night I was watching TV and they showed Drake Kajula's um, team picture. And like my brain started to do like the FBI analysis of photos to see if we have a match. And I'm like, you know what? And then I'm thinking to myself, what if I did drunkenly tell off Drake Kajula? But I texted Rick, you know, from the pint. And he was like, <laughs> no, Drake Kajula wasn't here. You're just talking to some guy missing a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> he gone now. So oh, yeah. I think the problem is, is that that night specifically, I drank as much as I used to could, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I haven't had that many drinks in a long time, especially crack beers from the arena. By the time we got back to the pint, whole oh boy, or even in the limo, I forgot we were in a limo. Oh. Didn't even know we were in a limo. Clearly you did too. No, no, I knew we were in a limo. Oh, you forgot about I thought when you were in the limo, you didn't know we were in a limo. No, the next day I was just like, how do we get back to the pint anyway? They're like, are you kidding? We were in a limo. Yeah. Send picture. I'm like... Oh, yeah, there I am. Are, are we looking in those photos? Oh, sloppy. Yeah, like everybody's got one eye open kind of thing. Like it was a greasy night. It was I so saw a good. picture of that. It was a packed house in that limo too, eh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It reminded me of the Nation limo. Yeah, Nation limo is so great. We got to get it back. Man, it was awesome. Do you remember the Nation limo, Chalmers? Uh, yeah, I went in it a couple of times. The best. I think we took it to a concert once. Oh, that was a different limo. That was a limo that, that was a different oh. thing. That I was when we went to Kanye. Nation limo. That was the Stretch Hummer limo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> that was a cool limo. Jer. Stupid Jerry. No, this was uh this is the nation limo was like a deal we had with Labatt and the Pine. Yeah, and you had a small car, but then it turned into an SUV limo, did it not? We had an SUV, yeah. We yeah. wrapped it and we have we have all this awesome audio with Rod Phillips. We took him to a sound studio. It's like, good evening, all this nation. Welcome to the nation limo, and like all this awesome shit. Oh, played in And we're like, oh, this is the best. And then you'd take it to the old arena. And you'd get out of the arena and you felt, I felt like Michael Jackson and Prince mm-hmm. had a more famous cousin. And I would get out of the limo and moonwalk into the arena and look out, everybody. It was great, too, because you had time for maybe a 
couple of beers yeah. by the time you got to which were Rexall. free oh, heck yeah free we got in and there was a case of beer free yeah on ice yeah and we did some deal was it independent in, in one of the stereo companies in town can't remember yeah, yeah, apologies yeah. they did it up ton of free like subwoofers and different things and then the guy who won the limo company sold the whole company so and then people didn't want to take it from pint downtown to the, the arena and Pint's like, well, you can just do it from the south side, Pint. We're like, no, 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 only downtown. Pint. Yeah. <laughs> so the nation level got sold and went away. That's the only step backwards we've had other than the actual team in 13 years. Yeah. RIP nation limo. That was so good. We'll get it back. Fantastic. But it was, so just, it was a now? throwback to the nation limo. I it felt that night. Throwback. I was like, wow, we fell back in time. Yeah. It's always fun to end up in a limo. Even no, if you don't remember fun. being there. It's I, always fun yeah, to end no, up in a limo. Amazing. I feel like I was at my grad. Yeah. <laughs> best. <laughs> the best. Best grad. We were all, I we were all dressed up and sad because the Oilers just, just like that. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember one time in high school, it was like a grade 11, and we had like some special DJ came to DJ the dance. And every single kid at our school was in the cafeteria watching an Oilers playoff game. And it was the one where Smitty scored the clapper. I think it was one nothing in OT. He went five hole. Remember that game, Bag Milk? Of course. And the whole School was in watching one little TV in our cafeteria. How the hell do you guys remember that? And everyone went bananas. And the DJ was like, where am I? Like, why doesn't anyone care about my wicked DJ skills? And everybody was in the cafeteria watching Smitty with a clapper. Mm. What mm. a time. All I remember is Oilers hockey. There's nothing, no room for anything else. Yeah, I wish I remembered like useful things, but I can remember playoff games from the 2000s. The one where all he has to say is Ryan Smith scored on a clapper and you're like, yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what it was. Remember, we are the Oilers Nation guys. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, we've never seen a human woman named. Well, well surprisingly, well, you're, you're the Oilers Nation guys, but what, have we even talked about the Oilers today? Well, you know, when you're, <laughs> it's like if you went to the illusionist and they didn't do any magic. <laughs> it's a trickless magician. That's what this whole podcast is. is. Yeah. The trickless, can we call it the trickless magician? Oh, yes. Call it whatever you want. Yes. The trickless magician. The trickless oh, that's magician. really good. All right. That's going up. Because it makes uh, sense. It makes sense. And then we can put some photos of magic on the IG. Mm, going yeah. poorly. <laughs> Like the Oilers season. Watch me cut this woman in half. Oh my god, she's dead. <laughs> oh, no. Oopsie doopsie, here come the Oilers. <laughs> uh, you know, I kind of want to give people a break from uh if you're listening to this, 12 people, high likelihood all 12 people are familiar with the fact the Oilers are not doing well for the last eight games. I'll bet you some of them have checked out, to be honest. Nope. Oh, come on. No. Well, well, actually, what I want to talk about with the Oilers is not necessarily the team itself. You said you checked out of social media on Saturday. I find that interesting. Oh, man. Because I I was seeing stuff like, Cage is worse than Pocklington. Like, huh? <laughs> Do you remember Peter Pocklington, you dipshit? The guy who would be on the news every other day being like, I've sold the team to Atlanta, to Coca-Cola. And they're going to be called the Atlanta Coca-Colas. I remember that press conference. I remember when he sold Gretzky for $15 million and Jimmy Damn Carson. I do remember that. Do not so, tell me Daryl Cates is worth the Peter Pocklington. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah and then I got looped into some convo where a guy was telling off Gregor, and he just kept telling him off and telling him <laughs> off and telling like him off. Like on social media? Yeah, and I'd be like, oh, I got some messages. I'll just loop in here to see if there's any Miley Cyrus news. Telling off Gregor, telling off Gregor, Pocklington and Cates. And I said to myself, you know what? I don't need this shit. It's the holidays, even though it wasn't Chalmers, but until you're wrapping papers in the garbage can, I can mm -hmm. still consider it the holidays. <laughs> checked out. Merry man. Christmas, March 1st. I'm out. That's what I said to myself. Bag milk, you never check out? Yeah, I do. But I just kind of like, I'll do the thing where I don't say anything and I'm just out. 
I like guys like Gregor in the sense where you saw him fighting with or somebody fighting with him. I like when guys like Gregor give it right back. Oh, Gregor's the best. He loves mixing it up on Twitter. How about Gregor's press conference with Chia? Oh, wow. You see this, Chalmers? You don't follow the others. I respect that. No, but he has been. You know what I've noticed in our group text that people send a lot of stuff that Gregor writes? He's a, He's been a lot harder on the team lately, and it's nice to see. I was talking to him on the phone today. You know, like friends. Oh, you guys are best friends. And I'm like, Gregor, you are holding Chia to account. And he doesn't listen to this or the radios. And I respect that. So he won't know. But he was like, buddy, someone's got to do something about this. And like, Gregor's a good dude, man. Well, you know what so was what interesting was to me? Oh, so uh, the the Oilers had just traded Drake Kajula to Bo- or, uh, Chicago for Brandon Manning. Mm-hmm. Healthy scratch last night, by the way. Mm-hmm. Also traded uh, Chris Weidman in a, in a third to Florida for Petrovic. Mm-hmm. Next day, Chia holds a press conference to recap the trades. <laughs> and Gregor starts off the whole thing by throwing a heater down Broadway. It's like watching Trump square off with the press in the States. Yeah. So Gregor just goes, can you tell me why you say the Gregor voice, please? Oh, buddy. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, buddy, why you tell me why Brandon Manning is better than Kevin Gravel. Here are the numbers to back up my point. Go. And Chiarelli was just like raging, went full rage mode. Question one. This is how this is going to go. And Gregor's just like, mm, all right, whatever. And then here's another one right at you. It didn't stop. Gregor was throwing fire. Good for him. Where are the goals going to come from, Peter? That was my favorite one. Is that where the goals going like, to come from? Decimated secondary scoring. Asked him right to his face. Where are the goals going to come from, Peter? And then when I asked him about it today, he was just like, someone's got to do it. Because to me, that article showed that they read our website. And I'll tell you why. Shirelli was prepared for Gregor's Gravel question because that morning, first thing that morning, Gregor had an article went up that started trending on Google News. This thing erupted. Easily the top viewed article of this year. No doubt. Of 2019 or 2018? Or, uh, sorry, 2018. Damn, because 2019, that's not that impressive. No, no. So yeah, 20, <laughs> yeah. So 2018, easily most viewed article of the year. And part of it was about how Kevin Gravel is a better hockey player overall than Brandon Manning, who they just acquired for, who is three times the cost. That's Gregor's first question. And Greg and Shirelli already had an answer locked in. So that tells me that Mr. Chia Pete saw that article because how could you not? It was everywhere. No, hold on. What just happened? He just wanted Shirelli. We're talking about Shirelli. You want to hear the <laughs> yeah, Yale fight song? The Yale fight song. I thought he was playing this off like at the Oscars. Oh. <laughs> he does that sometimes I mean, on Owen Radio. Be, so good. It wouldn't be smart for him to not be prepared for the questions that were coming. Yeah. And he was like, he knew this specific question was coming. Without having to listen to a five-hour show yeah. the day before. Yeah. Because Gregor threw some heat the first thing in the morning. The best way. The uh, title of the article I'm looking at right now is Peter Chiarelli has done the impossible. He's made the Oilers worse. <laughs> so this is hell. <laughs> On the one hand, Wanye, the Oilers website that you boys start up in your underwear in 2007 works really good. <laughs> and it's got a bunch of cousins. But on the other hand, all you're doing is documenting the, your sweet, slow decline into your actual hell. It is. Right? I need to ask you a question about last night when Craig McTavish was on with Ron McLean. Go ahead. And so what exactly does Craig McTavish do? He's around. He's like the ambassador of keeping it real or something like that. Oh, he keep it real. He's what did he, ta- he pretend like I didn't watch it? Cause I did. Okay. So Ron <laughs> McLean basically says, so the boys aren't very, they're, they're not, uh, uh, I don't know. They have no energy. They don't, they don't look like they're playing very hard. What do you think about it? And he's like, well, you know, I was told that the first two periods in LA weren't very good. I watched the third and it seemed fine, but That's I, didn't, what he said. I didn't see the first two periods. And I was like, holy shit. Oh. And I was like, what? Mac T. Like you're getting a paycheck from the team. 
I watched more of the game than you did. Well, you were just betting on the over. Yeah, it didn't make it. <laughs> See, so I not- wonder if Mac T walks around the office because he got the boot right after the McDavid lottery. Mm-hmm. Shirelli came in, Mac T, you're bumped up to the ambassador of uh, Netflix and chill or whatever. There's no way he doesn't walk around that office and be like, I could have screwed up this bad. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I saw another reason I got off Twitter on Saturday. People calling for the reinstatement of Kevin Lowe as GM. I've seen that a lot. Fondly remembering 06 when he picked up Pekka and Pronger and a younger Wanye was on a houseboat. I think you were there too, Charles. I'd never been on a houseboat before. Oh, right there. My mind, mind you were. And we had some Jack. Uh, <laughs> you can't call for the return of Kevin Lowe. It's a weird, we're in a weird spot. People have hated Kevin Lowe for so long. And yet Which here we are. Yeah. Asking for him to come back behind the GM's box or GM's desk. Unbelievable. I read a book over Christmas. Thank you. Braggart. Nice. Yeah. A real one too with words, the whole wow. thing. About Trump's presidency. Jeez. Mm. And I I read most of it after an Euler loss. Oiler lost you. I did. What's that? You just couldn't be you weren't depressed enough? So the next day I was like, what am I gonna do? All the joy is gone. Well, I'm gonna read about the worst modern day president. <laughs> And I was reading it, and it's just basically like everybody in the Trump White House is working on their own agenda. Ivanka is like a different cabinet post than anyone's ever heard of before. (laughs) They just made a job. And she can go into any meeting she wants, and she pisses off generals. And Jared Kushner is standing around like a Victorian ghost because he looks like he was born in 1810. And, and Trump's going around doing whatever. And I just kept going back to, is this what the Oilers are like behind closed doors? Like Kevin Lowe walks around like Ivanka Trump, knowing he looks fine as hell. <laughs> and he d- can't get fired. And then Mac T's mad. But you ask him what's going on with the team, and they say, oh, I didn't really watch the game. I'm not, like, I don't know. What the fuck are you talking about? You didn't watch a game, Mac T. I love you, Mac T. He just doesn't have time for it. We've got better things to do, I guess. It's like when Paul Coffey came back. Remember that? Oh, yeah. No, nope. he's a skills coach. He did something. for a, like they brought him back at like February of last year. Yeah. Bernie Nichols is going to be the new skills coach. And then uh, Peter Klein was going to be after him. And I talked to some Bernie. dude who talked to some dude and he was like, Paul Coffey was like, I don't know why they want me back. I have so much shit to do because I own all these car dealerships and blah, the check cashed and he showed up. And I remember because everybody was like, Paul Coffey's here. He's going to save us. It's so sad to watch. Yeah, yeah. And then I can't remember who they're talking to, but they're basically like, well, Paul's going to like be in touch with us on the phone. Oh. And he'll, he'll be in touch and he'll be watching things. Like, man, this is going real poor. I'd love to know what the uh, total float, the total nut is on that management team, you know? Because they've <laughs> got like guys the with they're jobs hiring and people. Jobs you and guys jobs. should just go apply for jobs there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. There's, I got ideas. You could be the Secretary of Defense, Donald. There's so many things. I'm Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Do you know how many followers I have on Instagram? Not many. Not many. I got deleted. I'm at God. <laughs> Let's do best and worst. Let's try and keep some semblance of a <laughs> quorum going in our cabinet meeting. Mm-hmm. That's more Trump talk. Best and the worst of the week, Chalmers. I'll go to you last. This yeah, like you please got a do. Lot. Uh, you got a little couple, a couple question marks for pupils. Bag milk. <laughs> I'm going to go best of the week. As always, my friend and yours, Wanye, Connor McDavid the on best. pace for 122 points this year. <laughs> that would be his goal. best season by far. 
And the fact that the Oilers are two points out of a wild card spot with that talent on the roster is a big problem. But the positive side is Connor McDavid himself is an absolute stud. My best of the week, similar. I mean, I love Connor, but well, you stole that one. That's fine. Leon yeah. on pace for 103. We, we're complaining. We're remembering that Cates is worse than Pocklington incorrectly. We're falsely remembering Stockholm Syndrome that Kevin Lowe should be our GM. We shouldn't <laughs> be ignoring the fact that Leon Dreisaitl is on pace for 103 points. And there's been teammates with 100 points four times in the last 20 years. Yeah, something like that. It hasn't happened a whole lot. And not quite as sexy, but my man Nooch on pace for 75, which would be a career high. Smooth. God, he's just awesome. Smooth. He is just a smooth, slick, polished hockey player. My New Year's resolution, and we didn't talk about yours, Chalmers, but we'll get to that next show, <laughs> okay. is to just, you can't trap me on Twitter anymore in negativity. If the Oilers are down 11 nothing in 2019, I'm going to be talking about the save that prevented it from being 12 nothing. And people have been like trolling on me hard lately. And I've just been coming like this one guy's like, you're delusional on Twitter. And I'm like, I am delusional. And I have a court order that the court forced me to laminate and carry around in my pocket and show to people I'm talking to. And then I got a couple of likes and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to kill him with, well, I don't know, mental illness probably at this point. That's my 2019. You know, I respect that because I feel like I've done a bad job of being too negative on Twitter lately. How can you not be mad? Salty. You gots to be. I don't like being salty, though. Me either. I don't, I can't deal with it. I like living in my bubble where daddy long neck's getting his neck measured. That's where I like to be. And sometimes I'll just look up McDavid as a hashtag and just look at all the photos. And look at the McFlow right now. It looks good. It's like a main. I'll go to YouTube and type in Connor McDavid and I'll just watch the videos. My Mm -hmm. son won't let me cut his hair because he wants to be. He wants to have flow coming out of his helmet like Connor McDavid, but it's on the way to having long hair like his granddad did when he used to play guitar. Marvelous. Yeah. My it's little nephew, we were watching the game Saturday. He's got long hair. Yeah, he's got some salad. It looks oh, great. yeah, he does. He spazzed when Dowdy hit Connor and laughed. We were sitting there watching the game together, boys night. You know how he do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, you see that? You see how he's laughing on the bench? And I rewound it. And bless his little heart, he doesn't know what's going on. He goes, the bad guy's got Jujar, which made no sense at all whatsoever. But then he wedged himself underneath the TV behind baskets of toys. Like he got up, went, pulled out one of the baskets, climbed underneath, and wouldn't come out. He's that mad. He was that mad. Because he, he understood. Runs in the he gets it. Yeah. He's smart. He knows. He knows. He's a competitor. So well, your he's best got eyeballs, the- too. My best? My best was dry side on your best of the week. My best of the week is going to piss you off so bad. Oh, boy. It's the uh, Tier 7 uh, Korean High Ally <laughs> Championships. No, it's even better than that. It's the National Championship in college Sport. football tonight. Oh, that's all right. No, yeah. I respect Clemson the game. versus Alabama. I respect so, it. Go roll tide. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, so uh, I have something to bet on tonight. Boom. There we go. For everybody that cares. Who do you like? Uh, Clemson. Oh. I just, I, you know what? I don't like them. I want them to win. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a heart bet. They got that running back. Don't know any of the players. Oh, nope. Just know they're good. Do you ever bet on sports you don't know anything about? Like you Sounds all like the time. Right now, tonight. CPAC Takra on TV. So like that I go to a couple of websites and uh, I read some stuff and I see what everybody says. And then plus I listen. Here we to, go. Yeah, I listen to some stuff during the day that is American and all they talk about is it. So, amen. Yeah. Worst of the week, bag milk. So many, uh, so many wonderful opportunities. I'm, my worst of the week is going to be that last night's game, a four-one win or four-nothing win, had two of Peter Shirelli's most recent acquisitions, Ryan Spooner and Brandon Manning, 
both healthy scratches. That is $5.25 million sitting in the press box. Ouch. For a team that is starved for cap space, having, you know, five and a quarter sitting up there, not a great look. Not a good look at all. Worst of the week, asset management. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, what did we go? One and seven after going nine and two? Yeah. 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 Maybe two and two and eight, maybe. Two points out of a wild card, though, gang. There's no <laughs> pictures on a scorecard. And you know what? I'll do another best of the week. The Anaheim Ducks were on a seven-game losing streak, and the Oilers were going in last night. To me, Oilers have been slump busters forever. I'm like, ah, shit. But you know what they did? They extended they that losing up. streak. Oh, tell the fun little fact from last night, too. What was about, the fun fact? I don't remember. About the shutouts, back-to-back. Oh, yeah, it was the first time ever that's happened, that they've been shut out one night, and then they shut a team out the very next night. Oh, yeah. yeah, Crazy. That's crazy. Crazy. I remember the start of the Kings game watching with a boy Indy there, and uh, they're like, Jonathan Quick is on his 299th career win in the NHL. And I'm like, hey, that's not good. And then they're like, and the Oilers have won once in L.A. in the last seven years. And they elbow him again. That's not good. <laughs> and what was the other one? Oh, and the Oilers, 0-7 oh, going into this game. Like, that's not good. You're going to be hiding under the cupboards by the end of this night, my friend. And they also ended three guys' extended scoring slumps in that game as well. Toffoli, Carter, and uh, Kopitar. And scored in ages, and they all scored on Saturday. Kovalchuk actually had one, but he's got disallowed. Yeah. Yeah. You. <laughs> and they made Soldier Boy stop selling his emulators. Oh, Soldier Boy, come on, man. All right. Well, okay. worst of the week. Who's, who's, who's still one going a. on this? Me. No, no, I just said You it. did? I'll do mine. One in seven, man. That's not my okay. best. My worst of the week is somebody named Gambardella. Who's this guy? Uh, Joe Gambardella. Yeah. He is leading the Bakersfield Condor in scoring. <laughs> Uh, he's got a wonderful beard. Yes, he he's does. Very thick. So uh, that's about all I know about him. He's going to come to Connor McDavid's rescue, like he did last night. Maybe don't do it in such an embarrassing fashion, where he comes, grabs the other guy, and then all of a sudden, Getzlaff comes and just everybody kind of shriveled really fast. But what I want to Getzlaff made a lot of people shrivel last night. Yeah. He just makes a lot of people shrivel in general. Eh? Yeah, he's such a dick on the ice, but like a dick. Like if he's on your team, you want him. Yeah. But my question was, hold why on, was Gambardella... Are you saying you would want that dick? You need the dick. Everybody <laughs> needs it. I want the dick. <laughs> oh, boy. Listen to Isolate that, Jared. Isolate that. Uh, I'll make a, make I'll make a in, song out of yeah, it. Yeah, make that into a ringtone. We still do ringtones. <laughs> I, I, I said, I want the dick. <laughs> Gambardella was the only one that stepped up, though. Where was everybody else? <laughs> yeah, Gone. Golden Child. <laughs> Gone. Anyways, it is astounding to watch funny. how little... Zip the. I don't understand. I don't understand. I do not understand why they're so defeated. You look at the flames and they're squirting water bottles in each other's mouths, and Johnny Hockey's running around in the rink playing mini sticks at intermission. The little guys are fighting and beating people up. What's his nuts? Bennett. He busted. Yeah, that guy. turned himself into a fighter and whoops ass. And mm-hmm. everybody's like, have to have him around. He's a glue guy. And the oil, when you go up and down the ice or up and down the bench, look like they've been watching the Nielsen era reruns and don't think they can live up to those shoes. Should we put him make a bet as to when Toby Reader will score? Or who scores first, Toby Reader or Milan Lucic? Ooh, Reader. All right. Lucic has one. Reader's got zero. I'd put Brett Lindros up against him. He almost had Rodziak in this, but except he sniped last night with a middle of the net backhand. Fine work by Nugent that play, by the way. Yeah, the best. Well, the bad news is the oil may never win again. The good news is, Chalmers, we didn't get to why the podcast studio isn't built. Oh, Tune in God. next time as I wring his neck. Real life podcast. See Your you next time. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.